This podcast is part of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network at www.tpsradio.net. WWPod, TPS Radio, Mike and James uh, are back. Actually, having said that, I tell you what, our server, I have not been able to upload the last, most recent uh, podcast. It was one of our many ranting. I know, and I don't know what's wrong. Something's going on. So hopefully, by the time we read this, at least one of our podcasts will be up. We haven't had one in May at all yet, I don't think, put one up. But anyway, I'll introduce my co-host, the the host with the mostest... The man who's been spending time at restaurants at the moment, entertaining guests while they eat in a suit of all things. Hello, Mike. Hi. That is true. That is what I was doing. Last night, I was hosting a quiz in a Gordon Ramsay restaurant wearing a suit. Excellent. Excellent. Was Gordon Ramsay there? Uh, He wasn't there, but his tiny, tiny children uh, all got into... They they all stood at each other's shoulders and put on a Gordon Ramsay suit. Ah, I see. I t- well, I tell you what then. So, Mike, are you telling me that you were the biggest celebrity there? <laughs> Technically, I was. Yeah, you see. Not only from WWE Pod fame, but IMDB's very own Mr. Chalkley. That's me. But, of course, who who am I to talk? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing the the voice of the radio legend James the fuck the fuck muncher Kelly. <laughs> the fuck muncher. Wow, that, 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 there you go. There's there, there's some all sorts can of can of worms. But um, biggest piece of news coming out of Raw, I didn't see Hang it. Hang on, can of worms. What have you done? I don't know, babe. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Carry on. I, I, I was just thinking, fuck muncher. Hmm. As as my as my balcony window is completely wide open, let's show and shut that now, in case any people here that admit to me being a fuck muncher. That's not good. The balcony door is now closed at WWE Pod Studios, people, and we can begin talking. Well, TNA had a had a pay per view, didn't they? They did. Uh, do you know anything about it? I know that I didn't care. Ah, <laughs> I see. I know. I know. I know. I'm a bit. I'm a bit disenchanted with wrestling at the moment. At the moment, what? Disenchanted in well, in in the sense in the sense that it doesn't it ha- it doesn't excite me. I'm a bit down on wrestling at the moment. There's nothing that feel you know when you get that we get that excitement to watch Raw. Are you yeah. excited about the upcoming pay per view? I just yeah. don't have that. You look at the storylines at the moment. Oh, on the whole, I mean, let's be honest, TNA. I could quite possibly live with never watching that again at the moment, the way I feel about it, you know? Well, it seems that a fair few people agreed with you when it was on Monday nights. It's going to be really interesting to see the Thursday nights. I mean, it, 
if they've hurt their audience by going in on Monday and moving it back to Thursday, see if if if, it, if they can even keep it the same, that will be a bonus. I feel. Definitely, they have that. That has to be their first goal: is just to, if possible, carry on where they left off. I completely oh. agree. Carry on where they left off. But basically, in terms of wrestling not exciting you much at the moment, TNA is not exciting many people right now, quite frankly. No. But, but this week's Raw that I watched earlier on, that was quite exciting. Well, what was the biggest stories coming out of Raw then, Mike? Well, it was the Raw that they've been bigging up a lot in Toronto. Ah, uh, yes. I know. I roughly know what happened, Ish. Okay, well, then you know it was commercial free. Apart, yes. Apart from in Canada where it was, which was a little odd. Uh, it was commercial-free here as well. Uh, you had also... The first hour was pretty great. It was it was, it was a very busy show. Edge, uh, you had... This is a match that I think is interesting, but at the same time will disappoint some, because it was on free TV. Edge versus Christian. Ah, uh, so they... Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like... When we were going on about RVD versus Styles or Jeff Hardy versus RVD or Jeff Hardy versus Styles, you know, where those exactly. three got together. It's a bit like, you've got to feel it's wasted on, you know, TV, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that could, I mean you could that would be an interesting match for a lot of people on a pay-per-view. And the fact that, I know we're not talking about TNA much at the moment, but you know we talked about, indeed, TNA giving away these matches on free TV as well. They did on Impact last week, I think it was, um, RVD versus Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles as a free match. Yep, and you know why? First of all, well, we keep going on, same old boring story. Uh, They got the, quite possibly, they have the worst booking ideas since WCW's final days. Yeah. It's bizarre, isn't it? I mean, that's a. I mean, I was thinking that that that, that could be the main event. Of this is bound for glory. Yep, and um, we've said it. And well, if you ever if you ever want to learn how to not run a wrestling company, look at TNA. Because the thing is, at least WCW had a point. Ha, at least WCW failed to the extent that they were once great, and then they failed from that greatness. TNA have never been anywhere near great in terms of mass market they've been great in terms of their product i feel but in terms of getting out to the mass market they've so i you could you could almost say they've they've never failed because they've never succeeded almost you know in the grand scheme of things so not so so you're arguing that because they've never been successful they're not really a failure well no i mean they're either well they're just there really aren't they i mean they they they're a failure in terms of what happened on monday but they've never I, I think they're worse than WCW in the sense that at least WCW uh, was up there at one point. TNA have never really shown signs of doing that on a mass market level. I think they had potential, didn't they, during the good years, as we keep going on about. And had they continued... I mean, when you, if you remember Raw versus... When, when they had the Monday Night Wars, the uh, Raw show probably was a, was a better show for at least a year just for well for over a year before the ratings actually started beating WCW again you know a lot of people believe this yeah a lot of people seem seem to go with that and well I keep saying uh, the whole Hogan and Eric Bischoff you know what amazes me the most yeah 
Um, is it when Hulk Hogan has uh, a poo? No, 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 no. No, he should, he should climb in and flush himself down the toilet as well, shouldn't he? But, Bloody hell, James Kelly. Well, yeah, this is this is my favourite subject, TNA. Um, no, but the fact is, right? Yes. They go from Thursday to Monday. They don't, yeah. they don't change anything about the show. It's still shit. It still doesn't make sense. It's still bad booking, you know? Yeah. Right? And then they fail on Monday, right? Yes, 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 they do. And then they say the fans wanted us back on Thursday. They've been crying to have us back on Thursday, which is a lie. Because they haven't. Because they, they made it out like it was a good thing. The fans have spoken. We're going home to Thursday nights. No, you didn't. You fucked up Mondays. Yeah, I mean, I, I, can, I can understand they're not going to admit they fucked up Mondays. But then they go back to Thursdays. You know, tail between their legs, they failed. Full stop. There's no denying it. They failed. Well, they, they they wanted to set out to beat to challenge Raw. They wanted to set out to go against WWE, right? And they yeah. completely failed. They wanted to set out to get more ratings. They completely failed in every aspect. There wasn't one successful thing about them going to Monday nights in the end, right? Okay, guys. So they, yeah. they go yeah. back to Thursday. Yeah, they go back to Thursday. And nothing has changed in the sense that... You look at the government, when someone makes a mistake and there's a big failure, someone's head rolls, doesn't it? Or the big business. Yeah? That is true. Or TV shows, EastEnders not doing ratings, or something. Someone heads, someone's head has to roll in the in sense that they have to change something, don't they? I bet if EastEnders goes wrong, they're blaming the one with the blue hair. Yes. They have a girl with blue hair now. I saw her the other day. Excellent. I think you should be on EastEnders, Mike. I'm far too posh. Mike will equal ratings for BBC. I'd do it. I would do it. Yes, uh, yeah, I know. And you'd be excellent. Oh, isn't he sweet? Oh, by the way, yeah. if James is going to go, is gonna start going into a, a TNA bit, then I think we should just stick on a bit of this. <laughs> oh, yeah, from the other day. Yes. Yes, don't don't worry, be happy. Which you might have not listened to, thanks to uh, thanks to the rub the rubbishness of either my computer, well, the uploading. But that's uh, true. Yes, you, you see what I'm referring to, guys, is that the last show, if you ever hear it, was basically called the Angry Show. It was basically TNA got us, James especially, but me too, into such a state that we basically sounded like the angriest wrestling fans in history. So just before. Uh, we continue to destroy. Just thought I'd put on a bit of this. So, James. Yes. What about TNA makes you happy? No, no nothing. No, 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 that's not what nothing. you were to say. No, because they've taken they've taken talent and still made them made it fail. They they've made AJ Styles fail. They've made Jeff Hardy mean absolutely nothing in 2010. Where's Samara Joe? You know, don't worry. Be happy. They get, they're looking to have cuts now as well. Apparently, that's one of the rumours. More really? cuts, yeah. So then, why do they keep bringing people in? I know, it's ridiculous. Anyway, as I was saying, they need to change something, right? They need to change. And what have they done to change going back to Thursday nights? It's still rubbish. If you look at the last impact. It's completely crap. It doesn't make any sense. It's a load of shit. And Vince Russo's still booking, for goodness sake. 
You know, they haven't changed anything after their failure. They don't learn any lessons. Ah, oh, dear. So, so, yes. So, yes, fine. TNA is fucked. We all know that. So, now let's look at something that's going to make all of us feel a little bit more happy. Okay. I know, I know what will make us happy. What will make us happy? Because... because Next episode, you know what we should do when, when we have an, a, a shite week in wrestling. Yeah, I, I think I've said it before. We need we need to review pay per views from the like classic pay per views. You know, oh, review a classic show. Yeah. Hmm. Any ones in particular? Well, I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking. What what what? WrestleMania what you... twenty-five. WrestleMania twenty-five. No, <laughs> that's far from classic. We want a happy show, Mike, not an angry show. That's true. We can't... Ha- well, that's true. Well, I'm looking forward to a show to fill us with... Ain't got no place to lay your head. Somebody came and took your bed. Don't worry. Fans, be happy. So, yes, we need something to make us happy. Okay. So, let's see. What pay-per-view... Uh, has there been any pay-per-view over the last year? Let's start recent. That's really made you happy. Um, I thought WrestleMania was alright. I don't think it lived up to its hype, uh, but I, I didn't think that was too bad. Um, no Way Out was the or Elimination Chamber, as they called it, was alright. Elimination Chamber was pretty cool because you had the shock of you had the uh, uh, the shock of Batista, and also for you and I, we had the delight of seeing Chris Jericho become a world champion again. So that's true. Extreme Rules weren't too bad. Extreme rules. I can't remember what I thought about it, even though it was only a few weeks ago. I remember enjoying the I remember enjoying the main event, apart from the bizarre finish, obviously. Yes. Um, Are you serious? Yes, Doctor. I, I even think they kind of I mean they made jocks John Cena, he's actually admitted this, hasn't he, on on, on uh, TV that yes, yes, what I did was a bit stupid. You know, in the sense that I think in hindsight, if WWE were booking it again, they probably wouldn't have had that finish. You know? That's- so he's he's admitted it was a bit weird. Well, yeah, he said he said fair enough. You know, last man standing match. He's yeah, I think one of the roars he was telling the audience how you know his duct tape idea it was you know it wasn't really the essence I think or Batista was saying of of a last man standing match, which everyone agreed with. Was it was it Cena's idea? Don't know. I mean, well, no, in terms of backstage, it wasn't. No, it was his character. To, it was his character saying it. On oh. Oh, that's why. In, in the sense that they've buried their own finish to that match. Hence why oh, they're having the I quit I, match, if you know I, what I mean. I thought he meant he did a bit of a shoot and said, yeah, that was a bit stupid. Oh, no, no, no. But it was. <laughs> I'm sh- it was weird. Yes. It was weird. I mean, but then again, of course, well, this is a bit of news that you might not have heard. But you know, you probably have picked this up. Something that's going to make some people happy, but I don't know if it's going to make us particularly happy. Uh, over the limits. Could it be Batista's last appearance with the company? It could be, couldn't it? It could be. Batista's contract is, is up, but he hasn't signed a new one yet. This is for anyone out here who's not heard this. Dave Bautista Batista, to use his full name. Dave Batista, whose real name is Dave Batista, was more commonly known by his stage name, Dave Batista. Uh, <laughs> Well, actually, telling me it's not true because it's really spelled Bautista, which, of course, Eddie Guerrero used to always say. Yes. 
sort of thing. But of course now, but of course when people think of Eddie Guerrero now, they just think, oh yeah, he was the lucky guy who was married to Vicky, the cougar. Oh, oh dear, oh dear. Yes, the, the shortest, uh, one of the shortest general managers of Raw. I think it is the shortest ever. It's like Peter Taylor's reign as England manager. It was a one-night deal, and then she... Uh, but then on Raw, she, on Raw, she tried to uh, act as if she never resigned. She turned up. And what, they said, no, you're not the manager anymore? Yeah, she was kicked out by Buzz Aldrin. Well, which is good, in the sense of... Uh, why do that anyway? Why make her resign? If they make her manager again next week... Which could happen, maybe not, yeah. Right? Well, okay, go on. If they make a manager next week again, it's just, well, what were you doing for the last two weeks, you idiots, isn't it, really? Wouldn't it be marvellous if the new GM was something like Jay Lethal? That would be great. But then this is the new GM, that's an idea that if if uh, if Rick, I promise I'll retire Flair, not, yeah. and didn't go to TNA, we, we, you, we've both said it. General manager on Raw is a perfect place for him isn't it it is a perfect place but they offered it to him once before didn't they and he said "Woo, no yes and well do you think rick flair regrets leaving the wwe i wow does he regret leaving just if if he was if he was just working as a manager that's fine i think he's perfectly good and perfectly entertaining but the fact that he's come out of retirement and, for, and for not what exactly for not a lot of reason yeah. and and he hasn't really looked his best, has he? No. No. And then he... again, they chose to have him against Hogan, and let's be honest, uh, Hogan doesn't look his best. You put those two in a ring. I'm not saying. And fair enough. Yeah, Ric Flair's probably got a few more skills than Hogan, but it's gah. It's just going to be a mess, isn't it? I mean, if you do Rick, you do Rick Flair, you you put an Angle or a Shawn Michaels in the ring with them. The same with the Hogan, you know. You put someone that can actually work. You don't put both of them together. I know what you mean. Yeah. I I tend to think though, right? If you, uh, to have him come out of retirement for one match for one night, which it wasn't even on pay per view. True, but they did do it on a big Raw, didn't they? Oh, you mean Impact? A big Impact, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, they did. I, yeah, and so I can kind of understand them doing it once, but then having face Abyss in what was essentially a completely random match, that makes that makes it completely worthless. Yes, that's what I think. Yep, and in hind and so then in hindsight, Ric Flair going to TNA, good thing or bad thing? Do you think? Uh, looking back, at the moment. Hmm. At the moment, bad thing, but I hope to be proven wrong. Right. That makes sense, right? Yep, yep. Uh, you hope to be proven wrong, but it's not looking good. <laughs> that's, my... that, that, that's what you reckon. Yep. Oh, Raw scored a 3.4, by the way. Oh, that's pretty good. Higher than the, That's better than the, than the draft show did. Yes, the draft show, which did... Well, epically bad, isn't it? Let's like be honest. Three point oh three or something. But then again, that it's that first hour that's always going to bring it down a bit. The extra hour they do. Oh, you mean because people might not know about it? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, and uh, it just seems p- people are programmed to switch their TV on to watch wrestling for those two hours. You know. Well, that's because at eight o'clock before they were all watching the first hour of Impact. Of course they were. 
Yes, all of them. Yes, yes, all, all four people. Um, yeah, there was a guy at Raw who had a, a sign in like the second or third row or something that said, Toronto needs an impact, TNA. <laughs> oh dear. Wow. I mean, this good old TNA, hey? Good old TNA. Their fans are out there somewhere. Yep. See, this, this is the thing. As we've said many times, we really hope they sort their shit out. We really do. Yeah, but we've been saying that now, I think, since uh, it seemingly... 92. Yeah, since 92. I mean, we've been saying it since since we we were both hosting the show together, really, haven't we? And they haven't. That's true. Yeah, one thing that is a bit odd, right? I, I heard a thing that um, Homicide said, right? Yeah. He said about TNA, I don't really know who my boss is. Dixie Carter brings the people in, but then there's also Hogan and there's Russo and and sort of Bischoff hovering around. I don't really know who my boss is. That's not a well-organized company. No, but let's be honest. You you kind of knew that anyway, didn't you, really? Um, I guess it's not a huge shocker. No. If, if if, If I had a regular job sort of thing, if I wasn't an actor, if I had a normal job, I would like to think I would know who to go to. If I had a problem. Yes. Um... Yeah. And Homicide does have a problem. He's not used that much or well, particularly. Well, maybe not terribly. Uh, but uh, indeed, does he go to Hogan? Does he go to Dixie? Does he go to Bischoff? Does he go to Disco Inferno? Where does he go? Well, uh, I don't know, to be honest. Do you think, right? Mm-hmm. You know how Vince Russo is a born-again Christian, right? Yes. Yes. Maybe he is just... You remember... Because TNA Booking was, has been fucked for a while, right? Before he was the head writer. Because before it was it was pretty bad under Dutch Mantel, okay? It was only before that under Scott Demore it seemed to be good and the hardcore TNA fans were enjoying it and they seemed to be experiencing tiny bits of growth. Whereas now it's kind of stagnant. It, what if... What if... Russo and Ferrara are still not the head writer, and the big mean writer at the head of it is Disco Inferno. Uh, I don't know, Mike. <laughs> and, and all the time, Russo's going, no, all the, all the time we're going, no, Ru- no, no, Disco, we can't do that. That won't work. That doesn't make any sense. Shut up, damn it. I am Disco Inferno. You will fear me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, an, it's an interesting one. Isn't it? Because it was Russo who brought Disco Inferno into the company. Did he bring him in because he likes him, or did he bring him in because he's a bit afraid of him? That I don't know, but I don't know. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? I do. Because sometimes you keep, because sometimes you, you, you keep like, yeah, yeah, Vince, Vince, I've got a job, I've got a. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, d- shit, Disco, I've got a job, I, I've, uh, you're going to bring me in as well. I can't, Disco, I can't, you will bring me in. I go, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he brings him in, and then, of course, Disco takes over in the way that he does, in the same way when you hear his terrifying theme tune. Dun, 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 dun. Very good. <laughs> I, I like that. Thank <laughs> you.
That's that's awesome. Thing is, it was fun. The true killer of TNA. Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno. It is not lies. <laughs> Damn WW pod hecklers at the door. We always get hecklers from other podcasts <laughs> at the door. Excellent. I, James, I thought you shut that window. I, I think, well, well, maybe I need to check the other window, Mike. Hang on. I can see someone else coming. Disco, for God's sake, get out of here. <laughs> Y'all shut up, would you? Damn it, the Disco Inferno won't leave us alone. Just a sham. Anyway, back to reality. Let's see. We were talking about Raw. That was it. That was a while ago. Uh, let's see. Bret Hart. What about Bret Hart? You haven't heard then? Yes, the, he's the uh, US champion. Bret Hart is the United States champion. Uh, did you yeah. expect that? Kind of. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, it was in Toronto. Uh, it's clearly going to be one of his last shows. Uh, well, I thought this was going to be his last show. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not surprised. Were you, were you a bit surprised? Are you a bit surprised? No, not really. It's a nice, a nice way to go out. Um, yeah, it's all right. So you're not sort of that fussed? No, not really. What, what was the match like? He did soddle. Fair enough. So was it was it better or worse than the WrestleMania match? Well, the Hart Dynasty did everything. Oh, Let's they see. did everything, and then he put on, and then Jericho was involved, and Natalia was involved, and uh, then people beat each other up, and then he put on a sharpshooter, and that was about it. Oh. So, in a sense, better than his WrestleMania match, because his WrestleMania match, sadly, was a disappointment because it was a bit weird. No, it was, wasn't it? It was a bit weird, wasn't it? So, I guess, in a sense, better. So, a, a bit of a surprise, certainly, which begs the question. what is Who should be the new US champion after Brett, obviously, drops the belt? I don't know. I couldn't really tell you. It's just a disco. No disco. You will not be the US <laughs> champion. So not, not 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 disco fever then. Not disco inferno. No. No. Excellent. Okay. Clearly, but it won't be. No. So who do you recommend? Gold dust. Yes. No. To be, I I haven't got a clue, Mike. I'd like to see it put on William Regal, and he renames it the United the United Kingdom Championship. <laughs> oh, that'd be great! Wouldn't that be great? It would. Um, you could you could have a tournament. I, I'm sus- I suspect it, it's it's only I wonder if it might just be a battle royal because we just had an IC Championship tournament, haven't we? True. Won by Kingston, I believe. Yes. So no, not that then. No great surprise, but uh, Kingston winning it, but a bit a bit disappointing for Christian fans because obviously he lost in the final. But Christian did have quite a good showing against Edge on Raw. But yeah, given away on free TV, bit odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah it just annoys me because that that's like a 
a program you could start now and end at SummerSlam, but they chose not to, you know, and, well, uh, it's just going to be, it's, it'd be really interesting just to look at WWE pay-per-views this year, since they've done the gimmick pay-per-views, and see how they compared uh, last year to the actual pay-per-views, you know, numbers as a whole. Oh, yeah. I think we'll be hard-pressed to say their TV figures are any higher than last year. The TV figures are about the same, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as I know, as far as I know, maybe slightly, maybe slightly down. I think I don't think they're any higher though. They haven't improved over the last year, TV figure wise, have they? As far as I know. Yeah, I think you're right with that. Yeah. So, so that's 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 the thing. Uh, the pay per views. Yeah, last year's pay per views got a little spike, didn't they? Because the gimmicks. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting. Three years. I mean, maybe not this year because this is they've even they gimmick fight it even more. But three years down the line, will the hell on the cell pay per view still draw? like it did in the f- the first and second times. I don't think they will, personally. But, you know, uh, I have been proved wrong before, and that would be lovely if I am. When was the last time you were proven wrong, James? I don't remember. Couldn't tell you. No, you're not sure? No. You know when? I'm sh- probably probably one of our pay-per-view predictions. I'm wrong on him a lot. Ah, it could be. And talking of pay-per-views, we- we've got that over the limit this Sunday, haven't we? That's true. This Sunday coming up over the limit. Well, obviously the marquee match. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll do a pay per view rundown a bit later. But uh, the marquee match, obviously, is uh, is our truth versus Ted DiBiase. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, it is, man. And you won't have heard. You might have heard about this. I don't know because I know you've not seen Raw. Um, did you hear who Ted DiBiase's Virgil was this week? Virgil himself. It was Virgil. Yes. Yes, I heard he was. Like, I heard he was fantastic. He was fabulous. He didn't say a fucking word. Excellent. He didn't say a word. He looked. He looked older. At, at he certainly looked old. At first, I thought it was Tony Atlas. Oh, he, no, he's been. Uh, he's gone from the company. Really? Yes. Jesus! What the hell are they going to do? I know. I know. Whatever next. Of course, Tony Atlas is gone. He was. It was odd, wasn't well, it? I mean. Yes, he was. It was. Um, Jim Ross is gone, obviously, isn't he? In terms of uh, on-screen talent, he's gone in terms of talent. Yes, he, he's he's still with the company, in like a backstage talent sense, isn't he? Yeah, but uh, what a big mistake! Let's be honest. I We've talked know. about that. Um, so they have my, uh, my friend, my lovely friend Michael. Don't have a clue, Cole. I tell you what, as a heel announcer, as he was in NXT, he was really good. I was really impressed with him when he was a heel announcer. And when he's trying to be the play-by-play neutral slash face announcer, he's a load of shit. But well, he's a very good. I think he's a very good heel announcer. He's for me. He's he's obviously quite an, an easy, hateable guy, dislikable guy. You know. It's funny that you mentioned that. Why? Because it seemed a bit like he was going a bit heel on Raw. Oh, oh, good. He was bashing Bret Hart. Oh, in Canada, oh, oh. of all places. I know. He was bashing Bret Hart quite a bit. Well, what are we going to do about that? What are we going to do about that? Hmm. What are we going to do about that? Maybe we should play a game. And what game would this be, Mike? Maybe we should play... What did Michael Cole say about this person? What did Michael Cole say about this person? What did Michael Cole say about this person? I'm going to name a rest. I'm going to to name a wrestler, and you have to say, you have to guess what Michael Cole said about him off screen. 
Okay. okay. Brock Lesnar. Um, I had his beanbag in my mouth. Correct. <laughs> Excellent. Well, next. Beth Phoenix. Um, I had her beanbag in my mouth. Correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good at this, Mike. What's next? Who's next? Mark Zinsrak. I had his flange in my mouth. I can't believe... <laughs> but technically, yes, you are correct. I can't believe... The show's just descended, hasn't it? Into into just filth. Um, the best bit so far. I think it is as well. Um... <laughs> Virgil. I, I, I've got a pass on that one. I have no, I actually have no idea. He said, who? Oh, very good. That's what he said. He said, who? Now then, what did he say about The Rock? I love him? No. What did he say? He said, I would love him if it wasn't for all the rimming. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> He also said he was a dancing fool. Yes, a dancing fool. Speaking of The Rock... Yes? I saw him on the side of a bus today, right? Really? I did. Not him personally. Oh. Sadly. He he wasn't painting it or anything, but yeah, he was on the side of a bus in his film Tooth Fairy. Yes. Yes, where he is the Tooth Fairy, but he's muscled up. Yes. What the fuck's that about, then? I have no idea. Maybe he's thinking of making a comeback to wrestling. Well, maybe maybe when the, maybe when that that's the quality of script he's getting, you'd have to wonder. Yeah, but then again, he, like Hogan did it with The Nanny and things like that. Fair enough. I will, I will say is uh, uh, the, Rock rest, the Rock has more talent than Hulk Hogan when it comes to actual acting, in my opinion. But what about from you, a professional of all sorts, Mike? Who is the better actor, Hulk Hogan or The Rock? Talk to me. I, I agree with you, The Rock. I think he's got more comedy range to him. Yeah, and he can actually kind of play a serious role, where Hogan, it's just he just plays himself, really, doesn't he? Hogan just plays Hogan, yeah. Brother. Yeah. Uh. And then, of course, you have to throw in a third one into the mix. Ted DiBiase Jr. Oh, no. no. Wow. Uh, um, anyway, his film failed. Is that whose fault is that? Well, Ted DiBiase... The thing is, pe- people... Are, it's all... not his fault. No but, no, but then again, people have said, this guy's good. He's really good. He's up-and-coming, people have been saying, which is good, and that'd be great. But I don't. For me, I don't see it. I don't think he's got much charisma. I he's he's better, a bit better than Randy Orton, perhaps on the yeah. charisma front. But he, he just doesn't. I mean, our truth has more charisma than bloody Ted DiBiase, in my opinion. So you'd rather see our truth get the get a get a get a big big push? Probably, yeah. I think I, I think I think he'd sell more merch than Ted DiBiase. Well. I know heels don't sell as much much, but he'll mean more money, as in buys or whatever equivalent is if you're a heel. Yeah, I'm talking well, shit, but never mind. No, 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 no. I know what you mean. Oh, okay. 
No, I don't think because obviously heels do sell a little bit of merchandise. Well, the heels will help sell a pay per view because you want to see him get beaten up. That's true. Hmm. Just although I mean, our truth was a was a heel in was a heel world champion in the early days of TNA. Mm-hmm. But I I've I've only I've not really seen much of it, so I'm not sure what he'd be like as a heel champion. Apparently, the kids really like him. Yeah. He's a bit like Rey Mysterio uh, or Goldust, in that the kids really like him. And basically, uh, not Goldust. And uh, so basically, I'd be surprised if they turned him heel. DBSE, I quite like him. I know you're not a big fan. I quite like him. Uh, tell me this, right? If we're comparing people for acting, Hogan and Rock. Yeah. Let's compare a couple of other people DBSE or Seamus. Seamus. You go with Seamus? Yep. Orton or Seamus? Seamus. Seamus. Mm-hmm. Orton or the shit off my shoes? The shit off your shoes. Every time. Yes. <laughs> I think, I think which, all... Which, which, funnily enough, is what Michael Cole said about him uh, um, uh, the other day. Excellent. Excellent. Um... <laughs> Right, yes, Randy Orton. I don't, I don't know with this guy. He's a good heel. Uh, yeah. His matches it, yeah, because he's good in the sense that heels, they're not exciting wrestlers on the whole, are they? If you're a heel, this, this is the thing, yeah. Because Raw, I quite like Raw, but I got bored during Jack Swagger versus Randy Orton. Yes, um, I think, I think uh, that's perfectly normal. <laughs> to I be think honest. it's totally understandable. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I don't. I they try to make. You know what? I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Go I on. think that because Randy Orton, they're trying to make him a tweener because he's obviously you know poor old Meatloaf the other week. Yeah. Yes, poor poor Meatloaf. Although but, to be honest, to be fair, although I like Meatloaf, I love Meatloaf songs. He was a twat on there, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. But the thing is, they're trying to make him like the Stone Cold. I'm gonna stun you, whoever you are, Father Christmas, etc. Yeah, they're Indeed. trying to turn him into that. And let's be honest, he's. A million miles away from that, anyway. But they seem to be trying to push him as the the top tweener type character, and it's just a bit like his face turn in two thousand and four. It's just absolutely failing. It's a bit confusing, is is how I would describe it. I mean, indeed, he is a guy who basically. Yeah, although I don't necessarily see the charisma in him, if the fans like him, fair enough. Who are we to begrudge him? No. But as you but as you say yourself, as a wrestler, he doesn't make sense as a face because he's not an exciting guy. No, and he doesn't have any. I mean, like the way he builds up to the RKO, he just looks like a complete idiot rolling around on the floor. You know, look, you know, and it, it's just I'm like, what are you doing? You, you look so stupid. But then, you know, but and if you want to see, you know, when you build up to your to your special move, you know. Yes. As he like slapping the floor, getting ready, he just it just looks like he looked like an idiot if you want to see someone do it right yeah i mean you look at the rock and the way stone cold did it they'll be poised and i don't know perhaps because they had more charisma they'd seem to do it right and it wouldn't look so stupid like randy orton he slaps the floor doesn't he and things like that and it, it just looks ridiculous so even that bit you think is I weird. Just, yeah i just don't like randy orton the minute he comes on television and his promos he i mean he, he 
I, I know people take the mick out of Canadian, the Canadian wrestler that had the same monotone voice, but Randy Orton does as well, doesn't he? He does have the same monotone voice. I mean, I, it's a, I just, I'm going to stay repetitive, but it is the same thing. I don't, although I don't hate Orton as much as I used to, right? Sort of thing, me me personally, and yeah, like that. If people take him into their hearts, fair enough. But what is he gonna do in the ring as a face? Exactly. He don't do much. No, I mean, it looks to me that perhaps I'm wrong. When he comes out, he gets a pop. Yeah. Yeah. And then people, for me, I don't know if I'm wrong. When I'm watching it, people don't really get behind him until he does the RKO. Then that's another pop, and then he wins. But in between that, there seems to be nothing. So you reckon in the middle, people are just sort of... Yeah. Yeah, their their attention goes. Yeah. So they pop for him when he comes out, when he's he's trying to, you know, when when he's hottish with the crowd. They pop for the RKO, and they'll pop for the pin if he wins, and and that'll be it. Other than that, it's just... Which kind of shows, you know, proves your point that he just can't do a face wrestling match. But I don't think he has good psychology. He seems to only be able to work well as a heel. But that's by default, perhaps, because he is a boring wrestler. But who trained him to be a boring wrestler? I don't know. WWE. True. And I'm guessing to an an extent his dad. Yeah, but then... John Cena got trained by WWE, and I'm not saying he's a great wrestler. You know his moves, you know his spots. You can pretty much predict exactly what he's going to do, a la a Hogan match. But True. I still kind of get behind it almost, and obviously the crowd do as, does as well. That doesn't happen with Randy Orton. The same as Shawn Michaels, fantastic, exactly the same. People get behind him, even though he builds up to the same moves. Rey Mysterio, very similar as well. Jeff Hardy, very similar as well. Mark you know? Henry. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but with Randy Orton, it's just very much not the case. Randy Orton, as you say, is a big pop, quiet, 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 little pop, quiet, 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 massive pop. Yeah, and that yeah. seems to be it. That seems to be the thing. And so, so I think we need to help Mr. Orton out, you and me, because when you think about it. We may have actually been watching wrestling longer than him because he's only young. Yes. He's, he's quite young. So let's think about it. All right. We need to give Randy Orton something to give him that extra pop from the crowd, to give him that extra sparkle, that extra pizzazz, that extra, give me a word, James, that extra. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Exactly. <laughs> Fine words there. We need, to, let's see. So why doesn't he wear a cape? That'd be great, like the Hurricane, and have a mask as well. Yes, then you can't see his boring face. Yes, exactly. But yes, why doesn't he wear a cape and a mask? And I tell you what, because let's when you think about it, wrestlers who've worn capes over the years, right? Hulk Hogan in the AWA, superstar Billy Graham. Okay, did Randy Savage ever have a cape? I think he, it's possible. Okay. The Hurricane had a cape. All of these guys have got hugely over the Hurricane, not as much, but no, no, fuck it. He was quite over, was the Hurricane, wasn't he? He was over, yeah, he was over. The Hamburglar, as the Rock used to call him. The Hamburglar, yes, indeed, which was marvellous. They got hugely over with the crowd as faces. Even though Hogan, like Orton didn't do that much in the ring. 
But Orton. But Orton. But Orton. It just don't work. No. So we need to give him a cape, right? L- let's take <laughs> classic faces from the past and model them on him. Okay. Now, what else does superstar Billy Graham, Hulk Hogan, and Randy Savage have in common? Facial hair? Yes, well done. Facial hair. So Randy Orton needs a cape and a beard. <coughs> okay, that's the first thing. He needs a cape and a beard. Let's see. What else does he need? Let's see. What else did they have? Hulk Hogan uh, had his leg drop. Okay, so, uh, so so Randy Orton has a trademark finisher already, a trademark thing that's just his, and Diamond Dallas Pages. Anyway, so let me think. So he's got a, a distinctive move. I think what he needs is a a film. A film. <laughs> a film. Because Superstar Billy Graham, I believe, I could have this wrong, I think he featured in the AWA film, The Wrestler, back in the 70s. Okay? Right. Right, so he was in a film. Hulk Hogan, of course, had films. So so let's give Orton... I think he should be in Sex in the City 3. <laughs> there you go. He should be in Sex in the City 3, and he should have sex with Samantha. Excellent. Well, there you go. Excellent. I think we're really getting somewhere now. So he's gonna, we're gonna put him in a film and have sex with an aging British actress. We're gonna give him a cape. He needs to grow a beard. The last thing he needs. Hulk Hogan played the bass guitar. Okay. Now then, Coco Beware. I think it was Coco Beware. Correct me if I'm wrong. It might have been another another similar wrestler from the 80s. Sang on the song Pile Driver. Okay? Yep. And he sang it very well. And it was quite a cool song. Love is like a pile driver. Which made no sense, but it was cool. So what Randy Orton needs is a single. What song should Randy Orton cover, do you think? Ooh. Don't know. Um, Don't stop me now by Queen. Don't stop me now by Queen. Yes. Yes. That works. And and when he's singing it, and he can come in with his cape and and the Freddie Mercury top. Oh, what like like the vest? Yes. Brilliant. Oh, I know. That's fantastic. There is you don't get, you don't get anyone with more charisma than Freddie Mercury, quite frankly. Exactly. Was so we're going to have Randy Orton wearing uh, the tight white trousers with the red stripe that yep. Freddie used to wear. We're going to have him have a Freddie Mercury moustache, i.e., facial hair. He's going to have the vest. He's going to have a cape. He's going to have sex with Samantha from Sex in the City in number three. And then he is going to do a cover of Queen's Don't Stop Me Now with Taylor Swift. <laughs> there you go. We, we've reinvented Randy Orton. Instant baby face. The Attitude Era is back. Randy Orton is the new face of professional wrestling. TNA gets new writers because they have to catch up. They catch up. 
You and I just say the wrestling business. Yes. Well, actually, it's mainly your ideas. I just came up with the Freddie Mercury. The Queen, yeah, it, don't stop me now. So It uh, works. Well, yes. Uh, it works. What Excellent. Was that, what, what was that squeaking noise? It was my chair. Okay, it, was, it wasn't you farting. Yes. Oh, you were farting? No, I no, no. I haven't farted yet. I'm normally quite proud of my farts, so... Yeah? Yeah. When was the last time you did a good fart in public? Three days ago. What happened? It was in a lift. Oh, no! Yes. That's never good. <laughs> Speak. Speaking of a fart in a lift... Yep. Victoria. Victoria who? Oh, Tara from TNA. You see, you have a fart in the lift. Tara. Yes. You have a fart in the lift. TNA sacrifice. Oh, God, well, I'm not even going to bother. Let's just let's say, I think Tara's gone. TNA it failed at a pay-per-view that probably a few thousand people saw. AJ Styles is not the champion. No. Jeff Jack beat up Sting and RVD is still the champion. And they had a couple of good matches on it, I think, from the reviews. But no one's ever going to see it. Wow, you are so down on that fucking organisation, aren't you? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Until they change things, I'm going to... Yep, and then and they need to change things, you know? I've had enough. Hey, I, I've James. given up. I've washed my hands of Ladies TNA. Ladies and gentlemen, James is officially giving up on TNA. <laughs> I've washed my hands of TNA. Bloody hell. It's got to the point now where unless it's big, unless it's in the headlines, I won't even click on a headline if it has something to do with TNA, unless it's like... So the only news I get normally is obviously in the actual main headline itself. I don't bother clicking. I'm just so... Ugh, with TNA. Well, what if I was to tell you a couple of little nuggets of news that I think might interest you? Okay, let's go. Okay. Right, now Rob Terry uh, is the global champion, as we all know. Mm Mm-hmm. Doug Williams has regained the X Division title. Good. Exactly. They're a new tag team champions as well. Who's that? Kevin Nash and... Ah! Sorry. That's okay. It was worth it. You knew that was coming, didn't you? I did. (laughs) Oh, my God. Why? Kevin Nash and what? Scott Hall. Sorry, I I, I screamed because I didn't... Oh my goodness me. Yep, I remember that now. I heard that Scott Hall was involved in one of the worst matches on the pay-per-view. That obviously must have been that one. Um, It gets even better for that match. Really? Why? I don't know exactly when this happened. I thought Matt Morgan was the champion. Mm-hmm. He isn't. Or wasn't. Oh. The champion was a team called Ink Inc. Oh yes, I've heard of them. I've heard of them, but I didn't know they were champions. I didn't know who they were. Shannon Moore. <laughs> now, I can live with that. I can live with that. And Jesse Neal. That rings a bell. Exactly. You don't even know who he is. No. No. It Je- rang- no. Jesse Neal was that guy who was uh American professional wrestler, obviously. Who used to be in the uh, the navy or the army or something, and they randomly brought him in as him, and he basically decided that he was going to be a wrestler, which is fine, obviously. Oh, hang on, hang on, I'm very confused. 
Hang on. Uh, wait, I'm confused now. On because I missed a couple of impacts on this edition of impact. Blah blah blah. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Okay, so yes, so yeah. Um, it was Ink Ink. It was Jesse Neal and Shannon Moore lost to Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Two old men beat Shannon Moore and bit of a jobber really and that was and it was only a seven minute match that's how much they cared about the tag team belts and yep yeah. Motor City Machine Guns anyone hello Motor City Machine Guns weren't even on the pay-per-view were they no they were oh they were they're the number one contenders again again excellent again yes <laughs> Big money and team 3D in a three way match so really the number one contenders match really should have been the championship match. It sounds so much better, doesn't it? Yeah, this is why I don't watch TNA anymore, Mike. Oh, Christ, you don't watch TNA anymore and you didn't see Raw? Fucking hell. No, 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 Raw, actually, it was, uh, it was, I didn't actually get around to seeing Raw, unfortunately, but uh, it did sound like a good show, even before I uh, did go on my, my ranting, when I looked at, when I, well, I didn't quite look at the results, but when I, uh, like, heard people talk about it it was a good show it was a good show it was it was it was it was one of the best for a while i think uh, oh right i didn't know it was that good but yeah but as a whole i still think i'm still a bit down on the wrestling because there's nothing there's no must watch feuds for me at the moment i think i understand yep i don't know uh i think the most the, the one i'm excited the most about is probably the john cena batista one the i quit just to see what's going to happen at that match because of because we don't know what's going to happen because Batista might be leaving and that sort of thing. Yes, makes sense. Well, makes- I, li- I tell you, and be- and before we uh, start start to leave you guys, um, I t- it's definitely worth that. Should we have a rundown on the matches? Got to be done. It Gotta has be done. to be done. Uh, Ted, do uh, no uh, E versus Maurice for the Divas Championship match. I really couldn't give two shits, but. Um, I'm going to go for Eve, because they seem to be pushing her quite nicely. They do seem to be pushing her a bit, and it would be a bit mad if Maurice won the bell back. I wouldn't be that shocked, to be honest. No. But yeah, I, I, I think that makes sense. I will also go with the delightful Eve Torres. Would you? Yes. Okay. Ted DiBiase with Virgil versus our, our truth Ted DiBiase, would you? Yes. No, no I wouldn't, actually. Virgil and our truth yes. Ah, I see. Oh, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Everybody has their tastes. They do. No. Yes. Virgil and R-Truth. Uh, it's got to be DiBiase, really. He's getting the push. He is, isn't he? He is. Yes, Mike. He is. Yes, he's getting the push. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, Ted DiBiase, unfortunately. Ted DiBiase. I think so, too. Because, yes, well, because well, you know likey him. Yeah. Next one... Hang on. Have I missed something? Why? Well, the next match uh, on the card is for the Intercontinental Championship, right? Yeah, McIntyre Kingston. Yes. Is McIntyre the champion again? Yes, he came back and he got reinstated thanks to Vince McMahon. He didn't appear on the show, but he, like, you know, they said uh, Vince McMahon has this to say and he, they made him the champion and reinstated him. Which meaning that whole, you know making that whole SmackDown thing absolutely pointless. 
What? I assumed he was going to go to Raw. No. Came back, which meant the whole Matt Hardy beating up, it just made it useless. See, what I would have done, yeah, have Kofi Kingston versus Matt Hardy for the vacant IC Championship on the pay-per-view, and then... If you wanted to carry this feud, you have Drew McIntyre come in, beat both of them with a sledgehammer, and take the belt and walk off. Then you set yourself up nicely for a three-way match going into the next pay-per-view. That might have made you care a bit more than completely ruining the feud. But no. That, anyway, that's what I would have done. That does make more sense, actually. Yeah, but that, that, that took 30 seconds to come up with. It just annoys me, you know? They do silly things. It was really good. I saw is that when Drew McIntyre beat up Matt Hardy, what you know, this this man that people have been saying he's a bit boring and has no charisma, but goodness me, you know, he was he was definitely one of the what a heel moment and the way he did it. And I think his Scottish accent certainly helps. And it was yeah. brilliant, wasn't it? It was cool, yeah. I mean it's just like nobody expected it and the chosen one was suddenly stripped of the belt and fired. Yeah, which was good. And then next week, oh, it didn't mean anything. I mean, yeah, so you you, you build up at the pay-per-view and you make people think, God, maybe he's fired. Then he just turns up and steals the boat. Steals the boat and cheap shots the other two. So you have a nice little three-way then, don't you? Going into the next pay-per-view. Steals a boat? Sorry, no, steals the belt. Not the, well, and then gets away on a boat, maybe, yeah. He nicks the belt and then goes away on a boat, which I would love to see him just rowing out of an arena. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? With the, with the belt. <laughs> with the belt. ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. I'm off because I'm Scottish. Exactly. Um, for freedom. Aye. Um, the Hart Dynasty versus Jericho and the Miz. This one I'm finding slightly harder to predict. Oh, we didn't predict. Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston. Which one? Oh, we didn't, did we? Uh, probably McIntyre. I'm going to go with Kingston, but yes, you're probably right. I Just, uh, just to be different, but yeah. If I was actually betting money on it, I'd have gone with Drew McIntyre. Because I'm not, I'm going with Kingston. Fair enough. Because he's not betting, he's going with Kofi Kingston. And because I'm not betting either, I'm going to go with... Um, sorry? Betting. Betting? Yeah. You said you're not betting. No, betting. No, you said betting. I didn't say betting. I said betting. Uh, is, 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 that, is that another heckler? It is a heckler. Oh, goodness. <laughs> There are so many hecklers at WW Pod Towers. Hang on, I think I can hear another one. No? No? Have you gone? Oh, oh no! Oh my god! It's him! No, he likes to sing his own theme tunes. Get him out of here! Damn it! Shouldn't he be in court? Shouldn't he be, should be in court? Get him back to court! I've shut the window again now. To take him back to court for his charges. Actually, yes, he's been suspended again. Uh, so we just still don't know the result of that. He's, what, uh, what, another, what, has been pushed back? Yeah, further. Oh. Don't know why. Um, anyway. Uh, so. You know Matt Morgan, right? Yeah. You know how he was doing something where just he was the champion? Yes. Isn't that the most entertaining he's ever been? Yes. What's he going to do now? Uh, I have no idea. Do you think he might feud with... Hernandez? Who's... Who? Hernandez? Hernandez? Yeah. Possibly. That could work. But I won't be watching that, Mike. 
so don't worry. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, Heart Dynasty uh, versus Miz. Dear, I'm sending them Jericho. an email now. Dear TNA, my friend James has been a wrestling fan forever and ever, but your product is so shit, he's not watching it, which is making doing a podcast really fucking difficult. Could you please do something good? Cheers. Excellent. P.S. Is Karen Angle alive? It's hard to tell when she's on screen. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, yes. Swagger. Uh, well, we, we didn't pre- we didn't predict the tag match. Who? Who? Come on. I'm going for Jericho and Miz because Jer- Miz has just lost the belt, hasn't he? So it does make sense, doesn't it? But yeah. Well, I'm putting my WWE hat on, and I reckon it that it will be him. Okay, in that case, I'm going to put on a pair of antlers and strip myself naked, just for fun. Excellent. And, excellent, and go with the Heart Dynasty, just for a laugh. Good, there we go. What's next? Jack, well, this is the match of the night. <laughs> oh, this no. is Jack Swagger versus the most entertaining face I've seen in years. Uh, what the fuck is going oh, on? Oh my goodness me. The Big Show, at at least four hundred and eighty-five pounds, possibly more, and at the age of about I don't know what he is, and having two moves, is the lead face on SmackDown going into a pay-per-view. Yeah. <sighs> What do you guys outside think about this? Fuck off, Hardy! <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I the big show, eh? The big show. What is going... They... I know that SmackDown is changing channels in October, so that's probably why they don't have many big talents on there, because they don't want to support it on a on what is in there as a fledging network or something. But for the love of God, there's a limit! Yes, there is. The lead face is the big show? That's like making like the lead that's like making Kylie Minogue the lead actress in an Oscar worthy film. Has that happened? You know what I mean? Sorry? That hasn't happened, has it? No. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> I hope not. No, no, it hasn't, don't worry. What else could happen that's really shit that would compare to the big show being a lead good guy? It would be like them choosing to put Ted DiBiase in the sequel to The Marine. Yeah, you're right. That would never happen. No. No. It would be like the big show rumoured to be being in a WWE movie. Yeah, really? Yes. Oh, who's he, who's he going to I don't play? know. I don't is he, know. Is he going to play a biscuit thing? It's meant to be like a Nacho Libra start type storyline. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nacho Libre. So he's going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, um, this match, I, 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 I'm rooting for Jack Swagger. You are? For God's sake, yeah. I mean, look, I don't... He's not great, but at least to the point, he's a new talent in the sense that, you know... That's true. He's a new face in the main event, and we always like that. Well, generally. Yeah. Um, Now, Mysterio versus Punk. 
the few, the only feud in SmackDown. Well, not the only, but the, in my opinion, the top feud in SmackDown. It's got to be, really, hasn't it? I, it has to be. It has to be. It's the, it's the only one that includes an overface. Yes. Um, Rey Mysterio vs CM Punk. Who's going to win? Probably. I think Punk, and then it'll go one more pay per view. You reckon? Yeah. I hope you're right. Because it'd be so interesting to see what they do with Ray as part of the Straight Edge something or other. Yeah, because they had they had the Straight Edge pledge at WrestleMania when Ray won. So I, I kind of feel that Ray's gonna lose this one. Oh, I do hope so. I not not because I dislike Ray. No, what are you gonna say? It'd be interesting. It'll be very interesting, exactly, and that's what we need. We need interest. So, we both hope that Punk wins, but do we think he's going to? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, well, just to be controversial then, I'm going to go with Ray. Because, indeed, if, if there's no contest, what's the point? I'm going to go with Ray. Right. Now then, that pulls us into uh, another big match, obviously. Randy the Face Orton versus Air the Tweener Ooch. See what I did there? Very good. Um, uh, I'm not that excited about this match. They had a really good match, actually. I think a few years ago, when they were the rated RKO and they faced each other. I think it was well, after the Backlash pay-per-view in, 2000, in 2007. It was on a Raw, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the first, and it was a really good match. Uh, good, yeah. Funny enough. But, you know, which is surprising, considering how boring Rowdy Orton is. I think Edge, actually, he's... he's well, he's going to carry that match perhaps more so well I don't well you never know this might be the match of the night and it will shut me up um, when we talk about it maybe maybe but who's gonna win Randy Orton versus Edge I want Edge to win and I'm going for Edge you think Edge is gonna win yeah why is that uh because I will cry if Randy Orton wins well but then again they seem to be I don't know. I think Edge, he kind of deserves a win. I know he got the win in the cage match against Jericho, but, you know, he lost at WrestleMania, and he's... Randy Orton seems to be getting the upper hand more so on Edge. I know I didn't see this rule, but as a whole on Edge than the other way around, which makes me feel that Edge is going to win this one. On the Raw just gone, uh, Edge speared Orton. Oh, good. Wow. Yes. Uh, I think Edge. Okay, so you think Edge? I'm uncertain about this one. Um, I think they need to... This is a strange place for both these guys. Because both of them, I think, need something big. Edge more than Orton. To establish themselves in their new roles. Okay? Yeah. Edge needs something to, to define him as a heel. And Orton, less so but to an extent needs something to solidify him as a face. Now, obviously they can't both win. I think it's more important if edge gets that. So I, I also hope that edge will win. There you go. Excellent. So we were agreed. Yes. I think we were agreed on that one, which brings us to a very interesting match. Cena versus Batista. I think it's got to be Cena. Yes. 
They don't know yet about if Batista's going to stay or go. For all I know, he could sign a contract tomorrow and, and all could be sorted out and they could change their mind. But just the idea of Cena saying, I quit. Nah. I just don't think it'll happen. I think you're right. You go with that too? Yeah. Uh, unless they have some bullshit finish, Cena would not be saying I quit. Do you think they could finish it, right, with um, John Cena inserting his hand into Batista's anus, right, and pulling <laughs> out an some... otter? Yes. And then every and then, but it turns out that the otter is the secret of Batista's strength and physical ability. So he collapses to the floor, sort of wriggling, covered in his own poo, and Cena reluctantly, and then he, and then he says, "I quit, Mother Marjorie. I quit." Yes. yes. I think I think that's fantastic. I should so write for that company. You're fantastic. <laughs> Mother Marjorie, indeed. So, there you go. John Cena. Are you awake? Yes. You're right. You no, no, look... no, I'm thinking. Um, okay, you, 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 you had me at Otter and, and Anus. Um, That's how us. we met. Yes. Excellent work. Oh, I've just seen something quite interesting on uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah? Who fancies it? Sabu versus Disco Inferno, one of Sabu's rare WCW matches. Oh. People should check that out. And if they want to check out anything else to do with wrestling and they're not sure what stuff that we could recommend to them, why don't you email us at www.podcast at googlemail.com. In fact, now think about it, I've not checked the messages today. Let's see if there's any good ones. Do, 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 Okay, WW. Uh, James, entertain the people for a minute. Well, um, if at first you don't succeed, you're not Chuck Norris. Ah! When Chuck Norris plays Monopoly, it affects the actual world economy. Really? Chuck Norris once a roundhouse kicked a salesman. Over the phone. Nice. Chuck Norris does not sleep. He waits. Chuck Norris sleeps with a pillow under his gun. Google won't search for Chuck Norris because it knows you don't find Chuck Norris. He finds you. If you spell Chuck Norris in Scrabble, you win forever. You ready yet, Mike? Yeah, but I'm enjoying you. Chuck Norris can slam a revolving door. Some people wear Superman pyjamas. Superman wears Chuck Norris pyjamas. Nice. Chuck Chuck Norris destroyed the periodic table because he only recognises the element of surprise. Oh, I like that. Anyway, um, over over to you, Mike. I've had a look and there is a few messages, but one has particularly caught my attention because it's very odd. Oh dear, is it hate mail? It's not hate mail, no, I haven't got any of that this week. Uh, it's from uh, a guy we've spoken about before called Chris Wilshire, right? Oh yeah. Now, Chris Wilshire, I'm thinking, has sent this to the wrong person. Hello. 
I'm taking part in the Pedal for Pounds 2010 to raise money for Copperfield. He's asking WW Pod to sponsor him. What's going on? Wow, go for it. We'll, we'll sponsor him. You want to sponsor him? I can sponsor him. Uh, ba 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 ba. Do you want me to send you a link? <laughs> uh, that's all right. I'll, um, actually, you can access these as well yourself. Yes. So, I ladies can. and gentlemen, apparently we are now dealing with financial sponsorship as well. Chris Wilshere, right, sent us a brilliant email. This is ages ago now, where he sent us uh, an email of a Samoa Joe lookalike. Oh, that was brilliant, wasn't it? It was fantastic. <laughs> as the bouncer at a club. And it really did look like Joe. I'm looking at it now. In fact, I'm looking at a picture of him with Chris Wilshere, who I think that's Chris, a uh, bald-headed individual. Um, shirtless here. Uh, yes, yes, that's him. Anyway, uh, cool. Living in Cornwall, but never mind. So yes, but and now Chris apparently has contacted us again, and yeah, he wants us to help him earn, raise, not earn some money. Um, raise if if he wants to ever earn some money, you're very much fucking mistaken. But he wants us to help him uh, do some. What's the word I'm looking for? Raise! Raise some money. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word I was looking for. Well, Chris, I'll see what I can do. I haven't got much cash right now, but apparently James does, so I'll see what happens. Excellent. Oh, and there's also a message here from Vince Russo that says, Help me! I'm an octopus. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> so um, on that note... Yes? Do you have anything to say to our fans, Mike? The first thing I'm going to say to our fans is please sit James Kelly down in a chair and force him to watch TNA this week. And maybe pop some cocaine into his nose. He sounds a little tired. The second thing... I'm Just kidding, obviously. But I love you. The second thing I'm going to say <laughs> is about this. Now, it's... Now, James has mentioned that he's a little down on wrestling this week. And to be honest, that's perfectly understandable because we've all been there, right? We have all been there. We've all had moments where this guy isn't getting over or or um, talents aren't being used very well. Um, you know, yeah, it's, we've all had stuff like that. It's, it's, it's like life, right? Sometimes your outlook on life is a bit bleak, okay? Because sometimes that's just what life throws at you, okay? But what about this? In life, I think we are far too easy to give up on relationships, on jobs, on finishing a good packet of mints. And basically, but with wrestling, although sometimes we feel a bit blasé about it, we keep watching. We keep watching because we know the potential of how good it can be and because of how much we love the business as a whole. So why don't we do that in life more? Don't give up. Because you and no, I did that the other the, the other week, the K Bush lyric. So what I'm saying is this: if you don't give up on wrestling, don't give up on life either. Don't give up on that job. Don't give up on that friend who's annoying you. Don't give up on that uh, girlfriend thinking, "Oh, she's annoying me today. I'll ring her tomorrow." Ring her. She'll appreciate it. Um, buy her a prawn mayonnaise sandwich. It might be nice. 
Buy your boyfriend or your husband a prawn mayonnaise sandwich. I'll buy me one. I'm quite hungry. That would be nice. But does anyone buy me a prawn mayonnaise sandwich? Do they, James? No. No, they don't. Do they? No. Bollocks, buy me a buy me a prawn mayonnaise sandwich. And there's a Tesco just around the corner that's open late. And yet, do they buy me a sandwich? I've gone off the point. What I'm saying is this. We don't give up on wrestling. I know James won't because he's been a fan, in fact, longer than me. He still loves it, as I do. Yes, don't give yes. up on life. Because maybe, just maybe, you can learn to love that too. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.